everyone, I'm Pastor Jack Wilson, and this is, you think? Ask ourselves, what will separate you from the brethren? I've seen plenty of times when churches split and, and people go their own ways, and, and all because of disagreements, all right? And, and that shouldn't be. That just shouldn't be. Now, let's talk about somebody who had a great argument in the Bible. Let's start by talking about Barnabas. Who was Barnabas? Well, to start off with, he was a believer, and a very serious believer. In Acts 4.36, it says, And Joseph, who by the apostles was surnamed Barnabas, being is being interrupted, uh, being interpreted, the son of consolation, a Levite of the country of Cyprus, having land, sold it and brought it, the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Remember when they were, uh, everybody was shipping in? That's when uh, Ananias and Sapphira was killed because they were lying. But not Barnabas. Barnabas brought his money and laid it at the apostles' feet. Now, I want to point out, Barnabas knew respect. He gave money to the apostles. He thought the apostles were over him. Or else, or else he would have had the apostles give him money. But that's not what he did. He brought it and laid it at their feet. His name was Joseph. His surname was Barnabas. How many people knew that? I didn't in all the years I've studied. I didn't know that. He was a Levite. He had land. He sold it and gave it to the cause of Christ. I like this guy. The next we read about him was when everyone else was afraid of Saul and doubted his conversion. It was Barnabas who took Saul in to the apostles. Acts 9.27 says, but Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto him them how he had seen the Lord in the way and that he had spoken to him. Now he's talking about Paul, of course. And how he had preached boldly at Damascus in the name of Jesus. Now you might say it was Barnabas who was used to get Paul into the father's business, into the ministry. And then there was heard about the good things that was happening around Antioch. And so they sent Barnabas to go and to uh, check it out and help. Acts 11.22 says, Then tidings of these things came unto the ears of the church, which was in Jerusalem, and they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go as far as Antioch, who when he came and had seen the grace of God was glad and extorted them all, that with the purpose of heart they would cleave unto the Lord. He was bringing people to God. Acts 11.24 says, For he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and much people were added unto the Lord. There is no doubt here the type of man Barnabas was. 
Acts 11.25 says this, Then departed Barnabas to Tarsus for to seek Saul. And when he had found him, he brought him unto Antioch. And it came to pass that a whole year they assembled themselves with the church and taught much people, and the disciples were called Christians first in Antioch. So Barnabas went to get Saul, and they worked together for a year. They taught much people there together. Barnabas was a very, very, very useful man. And in these days came prophets from Jerusalem unto Antioch, that's 1127 of Acts, and there stood up one of them named Agabus, and signified by the Spirit that there should be a great dark throughout all the world which came to pass in the days of glorious Caesar, doth being a great famine. And, and then the disciples, every man according to his ability, determined to send relief, money, unto the brethren which dwelt in Judea. Which also they did, and they sent it to the elders. How? By the hands of Barnabas and Saul. So they were very trusted men. Acts 12.25 And Barnabas and Saul returned from Jerusalem when they had fulfilled this ministry and took with them John, whose surname was Mark. Now you remember Mark. Mark was the guy when they came to come, uh, came to get Jesus, that he ran away. He was only wearing a towel and he ran away and somebody grabbed hold of his towel and pulled it off. And he ran away naked from the soldiers. Very embarrassing situation. In Acts 13, 1, it says, Now there were in the church that were in Antioch certain prophets and teachers as Barnabas and Simeon that was called Niger and Lucius of Cyrene and Manaen, or Manaen which had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch and Saul. And, and uh, Acts 13.2 says, As they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Ghost said, Separate me, Barnabas and Saul, for the work whereinto I have called them. Notice it didn't say, Separate me, Saul, and tell him to take somebody, or give me Barnabas, tell him to take somebody. But he said both of them. I want to say equally, but Barnabas' name came first, so I can't say even say that. But it says, And when they had fasted and prayed and laid their hands on them, they sent them away. The church sent them away. So they, being sent forth by the Holy Ghost, departed unto Seleucia, and from thence they sailed to Cyprus. Now in the church, Barnabas and Saul were highly regarded. And here we see the Holy Spirit ordaining them to go. If you continue reading, you will learn that Barnabas and Paul went everywhere. They spent much time serving the Lord together. I imagine they were like the closest of closest brothers. There are many more references to Barnabas and Paul ministering together the Word of God. There we come, then we come to Acts 15.36. And some days after Paul said unto Barnabas, Let us go again and visit our brethren in every city where we have preached the word of Lord, of the Lord, and see how they do, 
And this is something that they would normally do. In Acts 15.37, And Barnabas determined to take with them John, whose surname was Mark. This was the guy with the towel, all right? Little embarrassment to the people, all right? Uh, perhaps to break him in, to toughen him up, or to train him. Paul did not like the idea. Acts 15.38 says, But Paul thought not good to take him with them who departed from them from Pamphylia and went not with them to the work. His contention was that John Mark left them the last time. John Mark left them the last time. Yeah, he screwed up. I don't blame him for not wanting them to go. But, and so in Acts 15.39, and the contention was so sharp between them that they departed asunder one from the other and so Barnabas took Mark and sailed unto Cyprus and Paul chose Silas and departed being recommended by the brethren unto the grace of God and this is what the discussion is about two great men of God two close brothers two people who loved each other very much all of a sudden involved in a rift that breaks them apart. By the way, who do you think devises rifts? I believe it's none other than our arch enemy, Satan. But this is what happened. Now think about this. If we did this in a marriage, who would stay together? Was it such a big deal? Why could they each not take an assistant? Barnabas being responsible for John Mark and Paul for Silas. The Bible does not tell us who is wrong, if not any, or even both. Some has said because the brethren endorsed Paul, and we did not hear again concerning Barnabas, but we know John Mark went on to do good things, that maybe Paul was right. If the Bible said one was wrong, and the reason, we would know, but we don't. Don't we have the responsibility in such situations to work it out, to make it work? Or do we fight and split a wonderful relationship over a disagreement? Now, I don't, I don't see anywhere, and, and this, this should prove very true. I don't see anywhere where it says, and Barnabas said to Paul, or Paul said to Barnabas, listen, we disagree, but God won't lead us wrong. Let's kneel and pray. Wow. Wow. Hey, case closed. God would have shown them. When they, uh, when they uh, tossed dice to see who was going to be the next apostle, in the upper room, okay, they were, had no fear that God was going to choose the right one. Of course he did. Alright, so why couldn't they have done something like this? And I'm, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to think that they were so involved in themselves, they couldn't get over themselves. And look at Paul. Paul was a great man. Paul did a lot of great things. Paul was a leader.
And so, maybe each one of them could not present themselves as losing to the other one. Instead of saying, listen, we don't know who's right. We don't know who's wrong. Let's go ahead and ask God what should we do. The next question is, why didn't they bring in a third party? Why did they not ask someone who was not close to the situation to decide and to agree to abide to that decision? Or cast dice? Why? I don't understand this. And I'm not going to say because the, the church said for Paul to go, because I'm not so sure the church is always right. We are Christians, and if we ever let an argument or a discussion separate such a great team, we are no better than the heathen. We are no better than the heathen. We have to get along. You know, I had this church here for 15 years, and I've seen people fight, and as soon as I find them fighting, they come up in my office, and we sit down. We go through it. You know what? God has always given us the answer. And we've always come through it. And we're all close again. Everybody has their own way about them. Everybody thinks there's something great about them that does think. But the truth of the matter is, all our greatness comes from God. The things we do come from God. And there's nothing better than getting our instructions. The Holy Ghost pulled them apart. It didn't say the Holy Ghost called on them to go their own ways. Doesn't say that. Doesn't say that. And I'm not going to say, you know, you know, we tend to think Paul was right because Paul wrote the most books and Paul left. But is that how God measures things? Who wrote the most books? Alright. Or maybe it was Paul was wrong, but Barnabas should have seen that being uh, longer in the Lord. And he should have dealt with it in a different way. I don't know. If you know, please send me an email. 7101 at USA.net 7101 at USA.net I'd like to know what you think. Just remember, in all things, we are closer than flesh and blood. We are closer than flesh and blood. We are together. We are the family of God. We are united by one Father and one Spirit. And if we cannot agree, we bring disgrace to our family of God. Amen? Amen. Lord God, let us all be together. Let us love one another. Let us serve one another. Let us be humble to one another. That we can do your work, Lord, not our work, but your work, and let us do those things happily and obediently. We pray in the name of Jesus. Amen. If you want to get in touch with me, uh, please write me an email, 7101 at USA.net. That's 7101 at USA.net. And until next week, we'll talk to you again. Bye.